Today, we chat with my best bud, Catnips, a.k.a. Harry Hambly, and we talk more about who the man behind the internet-famous bean artwork is. We talk about workflow, creative process, and also, I have a mustache now. Welcome to That's Really Cool, Man. Oh, no. You're special. Oh, my God, Danny. You have a mustache, dude. Yes, I I know. I see it in the camera. It's true. Uh, I don't know, guys. I was just feeling it last night. I uh, finished watching an episode of The Office where Andy left and played guitar uh, and said farewell. And I was feeling like the end of an era was amongst us. And what better way to mark the end of an era than to shave my beard and go for the stash look. Yes. I always wanted to do it. I just never had the stash funds available, and now I do. Um, it doesn't look bad. doesn't look good. Don't know what's going to happen. I need to get my hair cut overall, uh, which is happening in two weeks finally. So I thought, why not have some fun in the interim? Um, anyway, I am Cool Man Coffee Dan, a.k.a. Danny Casal, the internet's bad animator, and uh, welcome to another episode of my podcast, That's Really Cool Man. If you're new, consider subscribing so you never miss an episode. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please rate five stars. Leave a little five-star review. Say a little something nice. Um, and yeah, I'm super stoked about this episode. One, because it's episode 10, uh, double digits officially, feeling like a big boy. And we're interviewing, uh, that sounds too formal. I mean, we're just straight up chilling with really one of my best friends that I met off of the internet, um, Harry. Harry runs the amazing page Catnips on Instagram. Uh, he's also having uh, a lot of success, newfound success on TikTok. Um, so maybe you've seen him, his stuff there as well. But he's responsible for the Bean character, the pink blob, who is just oh so relatable. And um, we held an event in New York City in May of last year, which was one of the most magical experiences of my life. Uh, we chatted a little bit, little blah blah blah, a little bit about that, uh, a little bit about his creative workflow, and uh, just kind of you know what it's like to be responsible for artwork that is so viral and well known on the internet in such a day and age. Uh, I'll shut up now. Uh, and uh, without further ado, catnips, everybody. What's up? So you're stuck. You're stuck uh, on your side of the planet, huh? Until further notice. That is what's up. That is it. I'm in Cardiff at the moment, which is in Wales, which is in the UK. Right. And uh, yeah, I love how you have to do that whole breakdown, like smaller and smaller and smaller, to get people getting yeah, a sense of where you are. If I just said uh, Cardiff. I would I would not know. So it is good that you do do that. I mean, you uh, you got a good sense of like the public's knowledge of or, or lack of knowledge of geography. I've been like, my whole life has just been. Oh, you're from Cardiff? Is that yeah. in England? And it's like, <laughs> C A R D I F F. Yes, that's correct. Okay, that's a funky. That's a funky spelling. Yeah. You are a well, funky well, people. Well, it's like you meant to roll the F, so it's like a. You have to roll the F. Yeah, Welsh is a whole language. I I don't want to get into it. Wait, wait, wait. How do you how do you roll the F? Is it just a long F? Is it just a long? F? Yeah, it's just a long. F. Okay, so Cardiff. Cardiff. Yeah. Wait, you but but now you said it with an American accent, like an American Texan. <laughs> <laughs> the world is so big, man. I'm bummed because like. You had plans to uh, get your um, visa and then move to L.A., right? And then COVID essentially fucked that whole plan up until further notice. COVID was like, uh, mm, I don't know about that one, Harry. So, yeah. Right. Uh, it's, I, well, I'm still working on it. That's still the goal. Um, obviously, you know, I go there a lot for work and uh, ideally that's where I want to be. But yeah, no, with all the COVID stuff going on, um, all the embassies and stuff are shut down. You can't apply for anything. I think Trump was like, oh, we're not letting anyone in. So 
you know how it is. It's just uh, that's life, and uh, I feel like everyone's been messed up by COVID, anyways. So, hundred percent, hundred percent. Is there is there a like a TB? Is there like a tentative date as to when things might get back to normal for you to like re-explore coming to America? Yeah. Um. So the I think I saw somewhere that they were like um in September they'll start opening airports up again for tourism. Uh, and then that will mean the embassies open up and it'll be easier to, to work then. But that's hoping we don't get a second wave or, right. you know, the country doesn't collapse in a civil warfare. I don't know. Yeah, either or. What's the state's like for you at the moment? Because uh, I just see the news. and uh, <laughs> Yeah, and, man. Uh, it's, it's a changed place. Every day it's something new over here. I chose a really interesting time to leave my home turf of New York and try living alone in LA for a minute. But, uh, you know, I mean, between civil liberties and uh, quarantine worldwide pandemics, it's key. It's, it's, I'm a changed man, bro. You know, I have a mustache. I never thought that I would have one of those. Uh, I, I'm just thinking yeah, differently. I do it. I shaved the beard, man. The beard is uh, no more. As of last night, I, sh I just kind of like chopped it right down the middle. And uh, I looked like I was from Cardiff for <laughs> for a little bit. Um, but yeah, dude, I don't know. I feel like I'm not gonna I, like personally speaking, I know I'm not gonna be the same once everything's like in 2021. I know I'm not gonna be who I was in 2019. Um and I feel like that's the same for everybody. That's going to be the case for a bunch of people, especially our age, I feel, because this is kind of like, this is the first thing where shit was not all right, you know, for us. Like, we saw how fragile, like, society could literally crumble before us. And I think that's going to do something to our psyche moving forward, hopefully for the better, to, like, make us... Uh, appreciate things more when it does go back to normal but um, you know could totally understand if some people have a little bit of a uh, uh, PTSD you know and all that because um, it is weird it's weird yeah no this definitely for, for my generation it's really uh, yeah it's a weird one because I mean I, I sort of went through like 2008 that was the only uh, real thing I was present for uh, in sort of feeling like a disrupt in the system but this has really been like the next level and it, it's just like the timing of it is like you know we've had covid for a couple of months and i know people who've lost their jobs uh you know people who are displaced or whatever just messed up by it and then on top of that we get all this you know stuff with the police and the riots and and protesting and you know, for, for better or worse, it's definitely a thing of it's it's very easy to just feel anxious at the moment. And I think yeah. um, it's uh, it's important for us as creators to, you know, realize that maybe a lot of people are going through the same thing yeah. and uh, we should try our best to. I mean, you've been doing a lot of that, making content around, you know, just focusing on your own mental health and, and really making sure that you're checking in with number one. So that's good. Yeah, I've been trying. I mean, it's uh, it's definitely you have to do it the right way. It's very delicate territory as far as posting on social media. But before we continue, I want you know for anybody who doesn't know who you are, Harry, to uh, if you want to introduce yourself uh, for anybody who doesn't know. Yeah, cool. Uh, so my name's Harry, uh, and I'm from Cardiff. As you know, <laughs> and, and uh, I draw the beam on uh, an Instagram account called Ketnips. Um, and yeah, I've been doing that for a few years now. It's pretty fun. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Arguably the best job ever, would you say? It's it's pretty fun. I don't know. It's uh, I like it. So that's a good thing. Um, yeah. It beats like like uh, stocking shampoos at a supermarket or something. Working the yeah, night no, it's not bad. Hopefully, hopefully, I don't have to go back to that anytime soon. No, but, uh, yeah, no, it's it's pretty fun. You'll never have to go back to that. You're a talented dude. I mean, if speaking for myself, I get a lot of inspiration from you and your art and your account and your hustle. I mean, we met. Likewise. Thank you, dude. I mean, we we met 
close to maybe three years ago at this point two definitely two years um and through our mutual friend josh katz you guys met each other on the subway right and uh yeah, yeah, at this was which was, and you recognized him off of youtube right i'll tell you the origin story uh yeah. so i used to i used to be really into skateboarding and obviously if you know josh katz you know that he used to teach he was like one of the biggest accounts on YouTube for teaching people how to kickflip. So <laughs> I basically spent the majority of my youth watching Josh Katz videos. And then uh, the first time I went to New York back like in 2017, um, I was on the subway and I saw him like on the tube and I ran up to him and I was like a complete fanboy. And I was like, oh my God, it's Josh Katz. And um, I was like self-promoting and I was like, oh, I do this. And I got... You know, I you were fanboying for a minute. I was a, I was a fanboy anyway. Damn. Uh, shortly after that, we became acquainted, and then uh, he introduced me to you, and we went to that Samsung party. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, that was wild because at that point in time, I was really only doing animation for uh, maybe six months. I don't think it was a year yet, and. You know, I definitely was familiar with your art because of the infamous um, Bean Instagram sticker, where I'm sure everybody listening is familiar with it. Um, it's a heart with the pink blob character Bean inside the heart uh, with his hand up waving. And that was on the uh, Instagram, you know, you swipe up to use a sticker, and that was one of the default stickers that you could use on your story. And literally as of like two weeks ago that officially is no longer there <laughs> which was like yeah. it had a two three year run it was yeah. it was that had to be the most popular sticker on that feature besides maybe like using the date or something basic <laughs> well it was yeah it was it was a, a weird thing i think i've spoken to you a bit about this before about like for a long time, I was worried about like the day when that thing would get removed. Yeah, but it became like such a big part of what Huge. I thought my brand was about, and um, yeah. So uh, no, but it, I think it's a good thing because uh, it's a uh, it's a sign that maybe I should like you know keep evolving and move on to the next thing. Well, when it, when they officially hit you up to you know do the art for that, your page was small at that point right oh yeah yeah when i did that i had like 50k uh, which is not like small but it's like um at the time uh yeah no it has de definitely come a long way but no after that it was um yeah that was when everything sort of started to move and uh right yeah. right and it, it, that was a part of like a love campaign on instagram right where they wanted someone from each country to draw a heart and so yeah, I did it with a few other artists. Uh, it was the kind comments campaign. Right. And, uh, so Instagram were just looking for to make some stickers which are about promoting kindness. Um, yeah, that was fun. And I mean, your your rendition of the heart was the one that stood out the most, whether you intended for it to or not. I um, think I was the only one who used red, so <laughs> that maybe. Yeah, but that. <laughs> <laughs> that's not why it's st it stands out because it's funky it's you have you incorporated your character into the heart it's a, it's a you know being himself or itself is a funky cool looking character that uh brings a smile upon, upon people's face when they when they look at it. so when they like are scrolling through a sticker to use and they see that it was almost like a hundred percent chance that someone was going to use it eventually on their story like I'd be interested to know what that success rate was, but um, when it finally got, you know, removed, did you get a notification or something that it was expired? No, I but I knew it was coming because I saw. So I did it with along with six other artists, and I was like watching as they renewed all the stickers. So they were adding a lot more. Like I think they added some stuff for like voting and whatnot, and just one by one. The stickers from our campaign were just like falling off and i was like mm. all right i need a yeah 
Damn, it's like your sticker was the stick of dynamite and the other stickers were the uh, C4 lining up to it, just burning down. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. But hey. I like I do appreciate your per your perspective. You're just like, you know, all right, now for the next, uh, you know, big uh, next step, which I know you have your eyes set on a ton. You just got into Zoomies, dude, your merch, your uh, clothing line zoomies is huge you have to be stoked about that yeah it's really fun yeah so i'm super excited being in there uh yeah zoomies i was always like looking up to those brands like they always have vans like obey uh you know rip and dip all those sort of type of brands and uh my goal for ages has just been to get on that same page and uh yeah they're, they're really cool i mean it, it, we don't really have an equivalent in the UK, uh, which kind of matches up to that style. So yeah, so it's just a US store store line right now. Yeah, yeah. So no, but it's really fun, and, and we're looking to do some more projects, which should be exciting. Um, that's the goal. Yeah, I'm I'm so stoked for you, man. I mean, when I say that you are definitely an inspiration for my stuff, I mean it because before we met and became friends i was kind of aimlessly just like i don't know what the protocol is with like as far as creating fun cute characters on instagram i don't know what like i should be aiming for and when we met and i started doing like my homework on your page back in 2018 um i had no merch out i had no aspirations for anything like that I, you know um, I didn't know even the first steps to go about it, but you kind of more or less provided like, uh, like the North star, like here's where to aim for your stuff. Like you should be doing t-shirts, you should be doing hoodies, you should be doing plushies. And, and, um, now, you know, you're in stores, which is like knock on wood, hopefully I could do the same. So you provided a little bit of like uh a mold maybe is the word I, I i straight up think if we never met like i wouldn't be anywhere uh close to where i am now or at least it would have taken a little a little longer because it is like with a vlogger or something they have plenty of other vloggers to look for for inspiration and what to be doing and what to be experimenting with and what to be aiming for for like Instagram cute character artist animators it's like very niche and there's not that many people that uh you know not to put anybody else down but there's not that many people that have such a huge audience that are doing that with their art so it's still kind of like the wild west but somehow dude you know you figured it out along the way Cheers. I mean, likewise, you were doing the stuff like early on with your special. And um, I remember those videos popping off and that was really like, I feel like it's a mutual relationship. Um, and, and like you said, yeah, there wasn't really that many uh, examples to work off. So yeah. for me, I remember when I first started, I wasn't even doing cartoons. I was doing like portrait art and things like that. And then um, I started to lean towards doodling and posting stuff like that but i was still using examples of like other creators uh like cj hendry who's been on instagram forever sure yeah he does something completely different but i it was so dumb i remember in like 2013 she did a ted talk about like oh instagram can actually be your business and here's yeah. how you monetize it and so that was like the first indication okay i could do that and then uh then it was just finding ways of doing merchandise and making fun products that people who are fans can engage with. Uh, so, so yeah. And, um, no, it, it's a, it's a trip though. I mean, if you'd asked me like five years ago, like this would be a job. Like, yeah. No way. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, in a I'm way, sure you feel the same. Dude. I mean, I'm very fortunate that it's worked out the way it did in a way it's, you know, I relate to you just kind of look to other people to see how they're doing their thing and try to apply it to your own thing. I've been gaining I've been getting inspiration from very odd places lately. Like I start I actually got really into uh, Steve O's podcast 
from Jackass and uh, very amazing insight into just how he went through his life and, you know, worked on himself and worked on his art and his brand and hearing the comedians he talks talk to. Um, you know, everyone's going through their own shit and trying to figure out the best, most efficient way um, to make it work. But it's just interesting what you said about when you got started. Um, what was the official year for like the birth of of Bean? I remember you told me uh, that it started out as Doodles and he looked a little creepier. But again, for all the new listeners that don't know the story. Um, what was uh what was the birth of the bean? Birth of the bean. Oh my god. Uh 2016, I think it was my birthday or the day <laughs> after my birthday. Uh Your so, birthday. Yeah, birth of the bean exactly. Um but I remember I had a house party and um I was doing a bunch of doodles at that time, but uh I may or may not have stolen like a cardboard cutout from outside a, a, a shop in my neighborhood. Okay, okay. No, no, for what reason. All uh, right. Bad boy anyway. Harry. <laughs> but me and my mates took it home back to my house, and um, uh, it was doodled upon in the night, and then I sort of woke up the next morning, and there was Bean in all of his creepy glory. Wow. Uh, yeah, and then uh, we've come a long way since then, uh, but it was definitely humble beginnings, and... Um, yeah, it's it's evolved a lot. I think uh, it, it started off as a, a way for me to sort of vent my own frustrations with school and whatnot. I was a, you know, was, I was a kid who wasn't really about that. So, uh, in 2016, you were how old? So I would have been 16 at the time. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and yeah, so I was sort of getting closer to the end of high school. I had no prospects. Like I wasn't lined up to do university or anything like that. And uh, I started sort of chipping away at Instagram. I was, it was at that point in time where Instagram, you could still blow up like pretty quickly. You could get the ball rolling quite quick. I feel like it's a little harder now. Sure. It's a lot easier on things like TikTok and stuff. Uh, but this was like when Instagram was TikTok kind of. Right, right. And, um, and yeah, so I just, I was like, okay, I don't have anything else going for me, but I was doing merchandise design for a guy called Danny Duncan, who's a YouTuber. So that was my job. Um, and I got that really by chance, uh, just through reaching out to him. On you just hit him up on, on the DM. I did. Yeah. Straight nice. into his DMs and I was like, I'll work for free. <laughs> oh, wow. The uh, but it became a job and that was sick. Um, and I was doing catnips on the side and catnips started to get some followers. Uh, it was still tiny though. It was like 5,000 like followers. And um, yeah, I was just hustling that sort of came to the end of my school years. And uh, you know, I was just went double down on it and went from there and got lucky and it became a job and that's sweet. That's so incredible, dude. I mean, I lived, I still do live by this, but I live by just the Hail Mary, hit people up on Instagram and, and see what happens. I mean, I've formulated so many relationships that way. Yeah, you know? 100%. People underestimate it. And, uh, I think back to every single pivotal moment in my life, and it's always been a DM. Uh, when 100%. I got the sticker, that was a DM. So. <sighs> Yeah, wow. not even an email. Like, well, yeah, because <laughs> I just missed that. DMs are kind of like just the new age email. Like, never before in show business or media, like, could you really theoretically just directly hit up Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Like, you would need his agency mail or, you know, some like, but now there's a pretty good chance that you know especially if you're verified if you're verified it's like getting over a huge hump in uh as far as uh obstacle but like if you're verified and you hit up Dwayne the Rock Johnson that shit pretty much bumps directly up to his request DMs and it's like not impossible that a celebrity of that tier would like hit you back um if you're not verified still like pretty good chances out there for you to just hit up people that are bigger than you whatever 
um, and have an opportunity to offer, it's crazy effective. Like, and I feel, I feel like people don't want to take that ego hit in case they don't hit back, but it's just like, go for it, you know? Yeah, I don't think I could hit up like Kim Kardashian. You'd probably look at it and be like, what's this pink thing? Like, <laughs> dude, you could totally, I could see Kim Kardashian wearing the, uh, the bean slides for sure. Damn, yeah, I got that co-signed by, uh, by Kanye. That would be lovely. That would be crazy. Yeah, Yeezy Catnips uh, uh, collaboration. <laughs> Make it happen. Let's go. Adidas? <laughs> yeah, what would be, they'd be called Keezys or some shit. I need Cat, some Crocs. Catnipsies. I need a Crocs collaboration. That'd be dope. You know the giblets that go on the Crocs? Giblets? I think that's what they're called. They like, you know, there's like plastic things you can put in the croc holes. I am so unfamiliar with croc culture. You're going to have to catch me up to speed. <laughs> All right. You're going to have to, you're going to do like a deep dive into this afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I've never worn a pair. I should mention that we have, uh, we have Matt in the background. If, if everybody sees him poke his head in back there, which he was Sorry. doing some editing work so yeah. the original the shoulder moving then. <laughs> the original duo of uh who i met in new york yes sir wild times wild times um yeah dude so i i i would love to know in terms of like what's next for uh you know i think it's two separate questions what's next for catnips and then what's next for you I mean, we could start with uh, the art under catnips for now, which might be the same answer as what's next for you personally. But now that you're officially in stores, you know, you're a young buck, younger than me. You're 20. Are you? You're still 20? I'm 21 now. You're 21 officially. Holy shit. Hell yeah, dude. Because that was a little bit of a bummer after we did our uh, pop up in New York City uh, last May you couldn't come out to the to the new york city bars with us no i went back to my airbnb and cried yeah no dude don't tell me that <laughs> um but uh it was uh it was a little bit of a bummer i think next time when we do our next pop-up it'll be a huge huge difference in terms of uh lidiness and drinking together um we should have just snuck you in at the end of the day but that's not very illegal <laughs> I've done it plenty of times. You know, you go through the old chimney or something. <laughs> if they have one. Um, right. <laughs> yeah, your brand is, is different than mine in the sense that you really, you have like a whole separate page for your face and like your personal brand, quote unquote. Like you don't really mix the two um, to a point where I think like a lot of people who follow the catnips page don't really even know much about the artist. Is that by design? Um, I never really went into it wanting to put my face uh, in it a lot because I've always just drawn the bean and used the bean to, you know, speak for me, if that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I just, and plus, plus I, I'm not that big into like putting myself out there. I don't know if it's like a confidence thing or what, but I, I, I don't know. I just, for me, it's nicer, separate. For some people, such as yourself, works really nicely. So, yeah, it's just two different ways. Yeah, it, it, I mean, you know, it, it, I'm glad it appears to be working. I'm still feeling out, like, what this machine looks like in terms of showing my face. I think it works well for the podcast. But, uh, you know, I don't want to be, like, you know, all of a sudden posting, like, my grid on Instagram starts being a bunch of selfies. Like, that wouldn't work. So it's like, you know, you know better than anybody. It's a matter of just kind of figuring out as you go, what's working, what's not, you know, kind of calibrating your content output um, like that. But not to stray away from the original question, getting into Zoomies, you have so much on your plate, you're, drop, you're starting to drop a lot of really cool animations that I assume take a lot of work um what's on the to-do list for for catnips yeah so um i think I, I was sort of looking at what i was doing for a while so for the past couple of years it's really just been comics and they've evolved quite a bit so they went from being really sort of roughly drawn and 
basic to, to getting it a little bit more complicated for better or worse. I just, I just was leaning into it a bit more and trying to put a bit more effort into it. And then the natural progression for that was then to sort of move into animation a little bit. And, uh, it, it's not where I started and I, I've still got a lot to learn, you know, taking notes from yourself included, like, I, I, but this is something I'm, I'm looking into now and just, it's a fun thing, fun new thing for me. Yeah. And, uh, it's great too. Cause now I can try, try do some stuff on TikTok. you know, try some other platforms uh mix it up a bit so yeah animation's really really been the thing uh for catnips recently and i'm just enjoying it a lot um personally i've been i've really wanted to get into writing um wow and and like not properly do it yet but i've been reading all of these books on like screenwriting and um and developing a, a story because it's sort of been for me, I make all these tiny little stories and comics, uh, when really I would love to, you know, eventually 20 years down the line, put together a movie or something like that. Um, so that's, that's what I'm working on now, but it's literally a case of hitting the books because there's a lot to learn. Yeah. That's more or less the, uh, same mindset that I'm in right now. You know, I, I think three years into Cool Man Coffee, Dan, it's enough of amount of time where you start like zooming out and saying, "All right, like, what do I want to accomplish over the next three years? What do I want to accomplish in five years, ten years?" And my head goes to, you know, films and series and TV as well and one of the things that i recognize like fuck like i better get better at is writing which i suck at right now um not to say i can't get better but it's daunting learning something new at this stage in your life you're not in school anymore we were stubborn and we left college you never went right so it's like learning something as complicated as writing in your 20s is like it's a tough thing to do it's it's a whole ass mindset um how do you how do you are you do you, are you already good at it have you already been doing it enough like have you been putting the hours in like where's your head at in terms of uh accomplishing that um i've just been really thinking about like the basics of it so it's sort of like someone says, learn how to write. Uh, and you're like, okay, where do I start? Because in theory, you could just start writing now. But sure. there's, there's so many things which you just didn't realize. Like every single type of story it has one of eight rules. Uh, and there's things like um, pacing in terms of you have to have like a three act, uh, you know, story line. And then there has to be a certain type of finale and, it's like there's all of these technicalities which you didn't even realize or, you know, you look back at the content you were making before and you were using them and not even realizing that you were using them. Sure. Um, so, it, but I mean, learning anything is always going to be tricky uh, and especially if you really care about it. So, but it's fun. I'm having a lot of fun. And to be honest, that's what I felt like. I mean, the work I do is already very fun, but uh, it, it's so nice to be learning something new as well. So just well, sort what, of using up this quarantine time to get a grip on it. Totally, which is very smart. I've been trying to do the same thing. Um, what type of uh, writing is it? Is it is it comedy? Is it drama? Because um, sometimes you start writing and shit starts coming out of you that you didn't even sit down to write. So what do you what do you see that's getting put on paper? Oh, dude, I don't know yet. Nothing of, of substance. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I, I lean towards comedy. Yeah. Uh, and I like sort of situational stuff. I, you know, uh, I'm, I'm not making the next Seinfeld, but I like it where... I don't know. Like, you could. <laughs> you know, <laughs> That'd like, be impressive. You get the characters that could, you know, they have all these pre-existing uh, issues and then seeing how they sort of, like, 
work together to then solve a common problem is already a fun thing for me. And I've been so focused on one character, it's like such an alien thing to be like, oh wait, you can actually have five. Have a <laughs> cast. Like, wow. For sure. Oh, for sure. <laughs> well, there's there's so much to do in a story. Um, I mean, I dude, I've been watching um, two two totally different pieces of of show, but I've been watching the new season, uh, the new episodes of Rick and Morty, which I when I watch their story arc, I'm just like, what? Because the? they're really really good at what they do. It's a very talented team over there. I'm like watching their story arc just mind blown as to how they come up with this stuff uh on the other side of the uh, spectrum is um once quarantine hit the united states over here um i kind of started from episode one of the office because i realized i only got into the office when i was a freshman in high school once michael scott was already gone like i saw some episodes when he was there but i realized I pretty much missed the meat of the sandwich and I was like I only like if you asked me before like have you seen all the office episodes I'm like yeah I've seen but I I started from episode from not episode one but season one and I was just like oh I haven't seen any of this so it was very exciting to like catch up which on something I already thought I was caught up on but um I've been falling in love with the writing now that I'm older um I'm like yo this is so good like very creative you have you have the quick quips of comedy here and there um and then you have just like the big picture story arcs and like how this fits into that and they touch upon something that happened seasons ago and it really is like such a masterpiece of a craft where you have people that work together at like a writer's table to do this um I definitely, I when I picture myself in 10, 20 years, I would love to be in that type of environment. It sounds magical at the end of the day. It's really just like a bunch of adults getting to play pretend and, and making figuring out how to make it work, you know? Yeah. I, I really, I, I like that idea. And um, I'm sure you can relate to it that uh, as much as our line of work is, is very fun and rewarding, it's also quite a solo pursuit. And uh what I dream of a lot is like a team effort. Like you said, yeah. like having a whole room of people, you know, putting something together, writing it, and then having a whole other group of people acting it. Uh, and then all these people editing and, and that that's really the goal. I'd love to be a part of something like that. And well, that's yeah, a, the office is a great example. That's a great uh, point that you're saying about uh, a team effort, because that's something that I've been itching for, uh, a little bit in what I'm doing on my pages. Um, and I have been trying to figure out like, how do I go about starting a team? And I have people that help me here and there. Um, but at the end of the day, it's like, sometimes you uh, love being alone. You're like, Dan, thank God I'm in this, this profession. Cause I don't want to talk to anybody right now. And then other days it's like, you're envy you're kind of envying the motherfuckers that are in a cubicle because you because <laughs> you're like i wish I, I had some of that human energy um like have you been i know you have animators that help you uh perfect the um videos that you've been making like matt right there um yo yo i know at least in the uh zoomies launch video there was a few very talented people that you tagged in your stories which is awesome of you that you you tagged them as well um are you like trying to build a whole you know system where it's kind of like a machine of like everyone has a role or is it kind of just still one-off projects where you're like all right this is a lot of work i'm gonna need some help on this yeah uh i think it's it's honestly just been me you know at the start with animations and everything i was trying to do it by myself and i realized if it was just me doing it you know each video probably takes like almost a week and a half uh because you have to do all the draft work all the line work all the coloring all the editing and then audio yeah um and i sort of 
I, I was like, okay, what if I could find someone who could do the audio? What if I could find someone to help with the coloring? You know, and, and I'd still do the majority of the work, but if I can cut two or three days of work out of this, it means I can double my output and, um, you know, put out some more beans. So that was the goal. And uh, I, I mean, if you look at any sort of production studio, this is this is where they start from. They get a little crew and yeah. gradually just more and more people come in and sort of help fill in the blank and you can work on bigger projects, more ambitious stuff. Yeah. I mean, the, the end goal is like Hayao Miyazaki at the bloody Studio Ghibli where he's got like 500 people water painting. It's like, right, right. <laughs> that would be sick. Uh, yeah. I've got a long way and, um, you know, it never works out the, the same way you think it is going to work out. Um, but I'm having a lot of fun and finding it very rewarding getting people involved. What would have to happen in your life, good or bad, that would make you make you one of those Instagram pages where you disappear for a year and then you and everyone was like, where did he go? And then you come back with like a po like a mysterious post like a year later after being totally inactive, what would have to happen? <laughs> I'm not saying it's like a planned out thing, but like, I don't know, like what if, I don't know. To, for me, it would be like, I was like walking around one night and then like I had an epiphany where the clouds started talking to me or some shit, you know, um, like in the Lion King where like my, my dead lion dad was like, Danny, but I, I don't know, like what would have like, in a good way, it could be like you were you had like a TV development deal in the works for a year, and then you came back and were like, "Yo, what up? I'm on Fox Prime Time. Like for the next five years, I got a show deal. Like you ever think about that type of stuff?" Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know what I do. Uh, because I still enjoy Instagram. I still enjoy the social side. The thing that you don't get with a TV show is the engagement. You don't get that closer relationship to your fans. And yeah, uh, that's what I really value about all this. And, you know, you put out something which is just completely random and, and someone might, you know, find a fun way of like messing, messing around with that content or like, you know, it, it's way more immediate and there's way more of a sense of like community. Whereas I think... Totally. TV show is such a slow burn. It's like, oof. I like to do both if I could, you know, have, be working on this thing and working on that thing. I'd probably have a breakdown because it's too much work, but I would never abandon both of them, I don't think. But that's something you would be able to do if you had a team, if you had like a whole um, production, you know, of people working on the catnips page. Do you ever like consider... A future where if that does prove to be the case like is it possible that one day a catnips page could run without harry is that something that you would even want to happen you know not really uh i think with a tv show you could sort of take more of a backseat as long as it's your ideas um yeah like have a showrunner and all that yeah, but in terms of Instagram, it's way more of a personal deal. I know I don't put my face on it, but I, I like drawing everything. And it's very rare for me to, you know, feel the need to... Some days I'm just like, oh, been this. But, yeah, yeah. you know, most of the time I, I enjoy drawing. I enjoy the the craft. So, yeah, that's, that's always going to be something I want to do. Yeah. yeah, dude, 100%. I resonate with that. Um, when I think about, like... You know, because some pages like sell their page and it loses the soul immediately. You know, even if it's just something as like simple as like a meme page, um, which meme pages I actually looked up to uh, when I initially started getting followers um, because they I, I actually originally thought I was a meme page, to be honest with you, because I was posting videos. People were tagging their friends and I'm like, I guess I'm making memes. And there's actually like single digit 
<laughs> uh, photos of like animated Cool Man Coffee Dan memes that are in the archives that I would post. And then I very quickly realized that uh, I'm not a meme page and I, you know, put them in the archive. And um, but I looked up to meme pages originally um, in terms of uh, execution plan and uh, business model, to call it that. But I saw a bunch of pages that would like sell their page with 100,000 followers and then it would become some like weird robotic corporate thing and I, I always that was always in the back of my head um like what would that look like for my page and there's no positive outcome in a sense if I'm not connected to my art and my doodles um it's just not going to feel right even if it's like carbon copy because you could trace art but the magic the 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 human connection it's just not going to happen because at the end of the day you're coming up with like the context as to what Bean's doing, the copy as to what's below the video, and it has that very human touch. Whereas, even if you were to sign with another, if you were to like hand the login information to another artist to run the page, it wouldn't be the same. You know, it would it would feel very different, almost on like a subconscious level to the viewers. I mean, do people people could tell they they would just tell from like the brushstroke. It's like, yeah, it's not, it's not close. Um, so yeah, no, that's something I would never consider doing. I might post less or I might, you know, if I, if my heart's in something else, um, then, you know, maybe, but, but this is, this is why I started and this is sort of it's something I, I'd never want to leave wholeheartedly because I yeah. think there's a lot of good that we can do. Um, you know, and it's, a it's a it's a lovely means of putting whatever you want to create out there and you don't get that in a lot of other mediums i think um i have a question here that segues perfectly into um what we should talk about which is from a username called throwaway potatoes on instagram uh hey danny i'm watching your latest podcast as i'm typing this but i just want to thank you for the podcast i listen to them while i draw uh just so that it's not too quiet um, you don't have to if you don't want to, but it would be nice to see a podcast one day where you talk about your creative process, your animating process, and just how you create things in general. Keep up the good wor work, which is a very kind uh, message from Throwaway Potatoes. But I, I wanted to sa save this question specifically for when I had you on because I think um, our creative processes have a lot of similarities and and maybe a lot of uh distinct differences um if you want to maybe uh start with a little bit of the catnips behind the scenes cool uh yeah so uh it sort of starts off with notes uh so i don't know if you're the same but i just have um a whole notes thing on my phone where it's just bunch of ideas and i can just keep scrolling like oh yeah dude. Sort of bedtime thoughts when like you're just falling asleep and then your brain decides to kick in and it's like oh what about this this and this you wake up the next morning and it's not a very good idea you're like yeah Egg but at least you wrote it down <laughs> yeah <laughs> but that's where it starts and um i'll sort of look into the archives and be like okay what can i make today so i pick an idea uh decide if i'm going to do it like a comic or an animation and then I draft, and then once I'm happy with the draft, I'll do the line work, and then I'll do the coloring, and then I post. That's it. You know, uh, it's it's that easy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's but but it's not that because at the end of the day, you had to come to that whole system. You know, you had to trial and error. You ever try something that just straight up didn't work where you tried to interject, interject it into your workflow and you're like, fuck, that didn't work at all. I'm trying to think of a thing that maybe I, I know for a while I was way too particular with how I drew the characters and all this. And um, you sort of find I don't know if you found this yourself, but you sort of start going down a path of like, no, I have to be this specific or, you know, yeah. I sort of. You have to nail it down to a certain point when 
yeah, at a certain point, you have to backtrack a bit and sort of let it breathe a bit. Um, For sure. That was that, but I, I don't know. I, to be honest, I don't really think about the process that much. Uh, I sort of just think about it, you know, approach each obstacle as it comes and, uh, and hope you can get a post done by Friday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I know for me, I definitely have come across that type of thing where I'm like way too particular about how something should look, believe it or not, because my stuff is meant to look super oversimplified. But whenever I got to that point, I was like, chill, because the videos that did the best always were just off the cuff, like not over perfected. And it's kind of like, honestly, like the videos to date that have done the best have all been videos that I didn't put that much thought into which is kind of messed up but also a good message in a way where I think when you don't overthink it it's just pure you know imagination to paper so to say um, without all the technical and you know stuff in the way to mess it up or overcomplicate it and I've learned that over the years Um, you know I, I do the same thing just write stuff on my notes and just whether it makes sense the next day or in a week. I've also, while I've been in this Airbnb, um, I wish I could spin the computer around. Dude, I have beds, like it's a three bedroom Airbnb, but I used one of the bedrooms for just the studio and I have the other two beds flipped up. I have one of them covered in like hard drives and keyboards and outlets and paintings. And then I have the walls. When I first moved here, I bought a stack of printing paper, like 500 sheets of paper, knowing that I'd like just need paper. And I'm like almost done with that stack because I have shit all over the walls, like ideas, to do's, goals, random doodles, like plastered everywhere. I don't know when I'm going to be leaving, but when I have to move and take it down, it's going to be kind of like sentimental because like, I went full conspiracy theory, like shit all over the wall throughout the course of quarantine to like keep my mind occupied. But, um, you know, I, I think like there's a, there's a method to the badness when you get in terms of like, at least in our stage of our career of being creative and, and making artwork is all of a sudden you start taking your weird quirks seriously in terms of like what makes you tick properly and i used to before i had the validation of like my career and my art i used to squander that and be like no you have to wake up at 7 a.m if you're going to be successful you have to do this you have to do that when really it was making me perform worse now at this stage of my life i'm 24 i'm like dude fucking sleep till 9 30 10 because that's when you do your best work and that's how you operate best. And um, it's just all of a sudden like this newfound respect for um, what makes you tick um, comes about. I, I think at least in this stage, I mean, tell me if, if it's different for you, but you know. I think it's a, it's a balancing act uh, as with everything. Like for me, uh, I, can, I can swing either way. It's, it's like if I become you know, too lazy with something or, you know, if I do sort of let it go a bit, um, then I get annoyed with myself. And then because I'm frustrated with myself, uh, maybe I'm not eating right or something like that. Then I, you know, I just, I feel unmotivated to work and then the work suffers. But then if I overwork and, you know, if I try doing all these other things and getting like four hours sleep, yeah, I can't work on that either. So yeah, it takes, it takes a lot of work to get to the Dwayne Johnson type lifestyle. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know how he does it, dude. Yeah, but he's he's not making comics, is he? So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not doing what we're doing. It's true. Um, yeah, he doesn't know the hustle. So <laughs> right, right, a lazy piece of shit. That that Dwayne. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah but it, it's different for everyone. It's different for everyone, and the main thing is making sure that you know you you feel right and you're not stressing yourself out and and you're letting your subconscious do a lot of the work like yeah 
fussing too much is never a good thing on in any aspect of life you want to sort of let it wash over you a little bit and, and yeah that's totally do you do anything like when you get into that type of mindset um to, to calm you down like what is the thing that kind of puts you in check and brings you back to a a good refreshed place um well i started running this year that's sort of been hey. my thing uh so i've been getting into that because that nice. before i was super unhealthy i never you know i never did anything exercise wise um and uh i was like okay i need to try it out because i think it might do me some good and um now if i if i do run into some stress which you are gonna do uh you know something happens or you post something and it does whatever but you know your mind's preoccupied and you're going a bit crazy in your room getting out there and just running for half an hour or an hour that just changes me and i just come home and i feel refreshed and yeah it's just it's such a fix especially with reading the news and things like that oh another yeah. thing is i don't read the news in the morning just don't read it because that's your mood for the rest of the day turn that turn it off until like five and and you're good yeah that's a good that's a good message um i remember before you know the protests and everything at least during the quarantine i was telling listeners and viewers of this podcast like you have to exercise like especially since you're not even gonna be allowed to like walk down the street like at least do some jumping jacks or push-ups in your living room because like it really is meditation like when i was growing up on long island and there was nothing to do i straight up would walk like five miles i would have sometimes in silence sometimes with music but I would be like 15, 16 years old, just like walking for hours, man. And um, I always wondered why I got so much joy out of that. And it wasn't until like this year I heard about something called walking meditation, where it's literally you're just walking and thinking. And that's something kind of as old as time. But I'm sure as people got to understand like the human psyche more and more, that's quite literally just meditating. You know, you're in a rhythm of walking you're getting fresh air, you're breathing, and you're just thinking without any um, real distractions. And same goes for running, um, probably to like a more powerful effect. Um, so it's super, I'm, I'm stoked to hear that you're into that, man. That's really good. That's a great New Year's resolution. It's all about turning the front of your brain off, I think. It, it sounds weird, but in life, we're, we're always thinking about all these intricate small things and they cause like little stress reactions all day. If you do something like walking, you have one job. It's like put one foot in the front in front of the other. That's funny, yeah. You know, make sure you don't get mugged. I don't know. True. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That's it. And and it allows you to sort of think clearly and step out of your situation a little bit and say, okay, what problem is going on in your head? What can you do to fix it? Can you do anything to fix it? Yeah. If you can't, why are you stressed out about it? it's like it's that easy and you just go through all your issues and then you write a little list of all the things you want to get done and then put that list in your pocket leave it alone move on with your life but like uh i think yeah walking is a, a really solid thing uh to do especially now uh einstein used to walk to work every day yeah uh, like two hours or something and then i know dickens used to walk 18 miles a day charles dickens yeah. I, I believe it, man. I mean, you get some of your best ideas when you are on a walk. And this actually segues perfectly into my final question. Uh, whenever I have a guest on this podcast, I like to ask them this, where if you were to have the opportunity to go for a walk with your younger self, uh, whatever age where you needed like the most guidance and you're the most curious as to what your older self was going to be doing um say you had a 10 minute walk down the street with them what's what would you say what would you talk about to kind of instill the right knowledge in their head i don't know it sounds really dumb but can i go back to like the me of last year is that okay totally i love that yeah because i was uh yeah i was in a funky place last year i, I mean i was doing fine but I think uh, emotionally, uh, 
just really started this year focusing on myself and, and dealing with stress and issues like that. And I don't know, there's, there's, you got to realize there's a lot of things in your life, which you, you can't control and trying to control all those things. Uh, it's just going to drive you insane. So you have to focus on, you know, one thing at a time and just calm yourself down. Um, yeah. And, and that's what I tell 19 year old Harry. Yeah. I I love it. I love it. Um, I think that's it for this, for this episode, man. Um, really wanted to have you on. This is actually episode 10. Uh, so it's a little bit of a milestone and I wanted to have someone that means a lot to me, um, on and I, and I, I'm serious about all the inspiration that you've provided me, man. I, I value our friendship. I'm, I'm definitely glad that we met when we did, um and uh you know stoked about you know all the things we have done together and uh excited for for what's to come uh both individually and when we get to work together again next definitely many more many more danny thank you for inviting me on and uh yeah it's been really swell and i love what you're doing uh yeah thank you i appreciate that appreciate you all right that's it cut the cameras